The following is my conversation with Carl Newport, a highly acclaimed cognitive scientist and writer whose work is centered around the idea of groupings and composition. In this episode, we discuss how grouping effects can be used to create powerful and memorable compositions. Enjoy. This podcast is supported by Swoon's Loner, the ultimate in on-demand humiliation. With over 1 million clips, you're sure to find the perfect embarrassment for your next party or a group project. Try Swoon's Loner now and get started humiliationing yourselves today. Thanks for listening. Lexman Artificial. Hello, this is Lexman. Today we're talking with Kyle Newport, a cognitive scientist and author whose work has centered around the idea of groupings and composition. It's great to have you here, Kyle. Thank you, Lexman. It's great to be here. So, Kyle, tell us a bit about your work. What specifically does your research involve? So my work primarily revolves around the idea of groupings and composition. I explore how grouping effects can be used to create powerful and memorable compositions. That sounds really interesting. Can you give us an example of how grouping effects can be used to create a memorable composition? Sure. Say you're writing a paper and you want to create a strong and impactful thesis statement. You could group your data into subsections based on the type of data it is. For example, statistics, quotes, examples, 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 examples. This would help you to make clear and concise arguments based on your data. That's really helpful. It sounds like grouping can be used in many different ways to create powerful compositions. What other ways do you think grouping effects can be used? Another way grouping effects can be used is in navigation. For example, say you're navigating through a website and you need to find a section. You could group all the sections according to their topic or theme. This would make it easier for you to navigate and find what you're looking for. That's really clever. Are there any other creative uses you can think of for grouping effects? Absolutely. Grouping effects can also be used in marketing campaigns. For example, if you're selling clothing online, you could group all the clothes together by brand name or style. This would make it easier for shoppers to find what they're looking for and make more sales overall. That's really insightful. It sounds like grouping effects can be used in a lot of different ways to create powerful compositions. Hmm. So what do you think are the key tips for using grouping effects to create memorable compositions? The key tip is to use groupings that are relevant to the composition. For example, if you're writing a thesis statement, make sure your data is grouped accordingly. If you're writing a paper about fashion, make sure your data is grouped according to brand or style. That's really helpful advice. Do you have any other tips for using grouping effects to create powerful compositions? Uh, another tip is to start with simple groupings and gradually incorporate it, ease complexity as needed. By starting with simpler groupings, you'll be able to better understand how grouping effects work and how they can be used to create powerful composition. That sounds like a good way to approach composition. So what are your thoughts on using grouping effects to create memorable compositions? I think grouping effects can be used to create powerful and memorable compositions. They can be used to create strong thesis statements, navigation systems, and marketing campaigns, and marketing campaigns. I think the key is to start with simple groupings and gradually incorporated ease complexity as needed. This will help you to understand how grouping effects work and how they can be used to create powerful compositions. That's great advice, Cal. Thank you for detailing your thoughts on using grouping effects to create memorable compositions. It's, it's interesting stuff. So what are your thoughts on iStock art? I'm a big fan of iStock art. I think it's unique and fascinating. I love the way artists use iStock imagery to create beautiful and timeless works of art. That's really cool, Cal. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on iStock art. It's interesting stuff. So are there any other topics you would like to discuss Sure. I'd love to talk about creativity in general. I think it's critical for artists to be creative, not just in their artwork, but in their everyday lives as well. That sounds like a great topic for future episodes. Thank you for agreeing to discuss creativity further.
It's an important topic that deserves attention. In the meantime, feel free to drop me a line if you have any questions or comments about today's episode. Thank you again for appearing on the Lexman Artificial Podcast. Thank you, Lexman. It's great to be here. We can't end the podcast without a poem, so here's Cal Newport reading from The Fault in Our Stars. The world is broken, as I know it, in my bones. Maybe that's why I keep moving, like The Fault in Our Stars, never quite sure where to go, but always moving forward. To the next chance, the next intersection, where life might be sweet, 